Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. And thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. It's so great to be connecting with everyone. Um, You know, today's show is what, you know, most of us think about how are we going to create more joy, more love, you know, more healing in our lives And then somewhere at the bottom of the list, you know, there's this idea of self-care, but we don't quite know how to blend and meld everything in. And so what is it that happens with us when we look at our lives and we put our spiritual practices at the bottom of the pile? What about that doesn't work for us? Today, I'm so thrilled to have Francine Vale joining me here today, all about you and your consciousness, love of self, self-healing, self-care. And this is about how we can live a healthier, more fulfilled life by thinking about and incorporating simple spiritual practices, becoming aware of what some of these spiritual laws are. And how do we become more of who we truly are? Now, if you don't think that this is a challenge in the day and the age that we live in, then after today's show, you might get a few pointers to help, again, remove the veil, pull the veil back. Francine Vale joining us here today. And what she does is amazing. Beyond being this incredible metaphysical teacher, personal spiritual growth, uh, uh, what I like to say mentor for all of us, she's somebody that has lived through the pain, has gone through what it means to go through a spiritual awakening herself, uh, and what this means when all of a sudden you wake up and you're being instructed by light beings. And so today we're here to talk with her not just about what this is about, but most importantly, how each of us can start to create a new level of who we are. Francine, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Really, really happy to be here today and say hello and welcome and and, uh, blessings to everyone who's listening. And, um, you know, I call myself a healer because you have to have a title. And I I do a lot of healing, but the healing is is only one part of it because before we get sick, before we get to that place where we are desperate and need help, and a lot of people call on spiritual healers when they are desperate, um, I feel that it's 
it's really important for people to know how to live in such a way that you can prevent yourself from getting sick. Prevention. And, of course, we know about nutrition and whether we choose to eat well or not. We're not ready for it. Um, but that's, we all know that we should be eating better than however we are eating. But I'm talking about the ways of the spirit, the ways of the soul, because that's even deeper than our nutrition. Did you know mm-hmm. that if you are following two spiritual practices with your consciousness and the way you live, you can even eat food that would normally make you sick, and they won't, because it's all coming from our consciousness. Mm-hmm. I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating at all eating food that's not good for you. Right, um, right. Just because I was just saying that when you raise your consciousness, you rise above those those things. So, in every way possible, to adapt yourself to more helpful ways of being here in your physical body. And one of the most important things to recognize in that direction is that everything comes from consciousness. We are directing our life either consciously or unconsciously. If we don't want to focus on our own consciousness and how it's working for us or against us, then we're living unconsciously and we're allowing other people and other events to determine our well-being. But once we decide that we're going to direct our own consciousness and be in charge of our own lives and how it plays out to the very best of our ability, then we start to see a shift in the way we're performing in the world and the way we are interacting in our relationships. So that's really, really important. And sometimes it doesn't happen until we've had so many um, harmful, negative experiences that we reach the end of our rope. And then mm-hmm. we say, okay, God, help me. I don't know what to do next. But what I'm saying to you, dear listeners, is don't wait for that moment. Don't wait for that last moment when you come to the the last stop on the line, you don't know where else to go, or you're at the bottom. Start, start paying attention to this now, wherever you are on your path, and even if you're already following the spiritual path. So um, everything I say mm-hmm. and bring to you, um, there are two aspects to it. One is I've lived it myself. Yeah. So it's, it's not, I have studied tremendous, I never stopped studying. I'm a Sagittarius. I was going to school all my life. Yeah. And even if it's not formal classes, it's seminars and stuff. But I've, I've experienced everything I'm talking about. But also, I'm in contact with very highly evolved beings of light. And it's very, very real. And it's coming into the uh, consciousness more and more now that this is part of our existence. And they teach me things. But the reason they teach me and help me is because they want me to bring it out. Because we know that not everyone is in touch with light being. And so what I'm bringing you is the highest wisdom that I receive from the light beings. And I feel this is a long introduction, but it's really important Mm -hmm. to understand where this is coming from. 
you know, we have a lot of stuff thrown at us all the time. Oh, yeah. And this is very, very, very authentic and yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you would like me to continue. Um, well, I, I, I what I'd like to know is, you know, we hear about spiritual practices. We hear about, you know, what what they are, what works for some people, what doesn't work for other people. And I, I think that, you know, I had a friend say to me not too long ago, you know, how confused she was on which spiritual practice to use. And, you know, it's really fascinating about that because a, a lot of times we look for some outside source to tell us what spiritual practice works. But other yes, ways, Francine, yes. um, we also may not know what they are. So tell me what you've discovered along the way. What have you discovered for yourself? Okay, what I've discovered is I am my own monitor of my life, and I decide when I hear things that people are telling me if it resonates with me. If mm-hmm. I have a doubt, I don't, it, it's not a good practice to let everyone that's out there put their stuff into you. You want to take mm-hmm. into yourself only what resonates with you. So, what I talk about are the things that if they resonate with everyone. Because there's, there's no way that you can go wrong by practicing um, these, these um, guidelines. So, for instance, what is it that's universal? That's what I look for. That's yeah. what I'm taught by the light being, the universal laws of the universe. And one of those is we each one of us has a soul that is eternal and lives within this physical vessel, and when our time here is over, it lives in a higher dimension, and then we get reborn again, and once again, it takes on a physical vessel. So we have an eternal soul. And unfortunately, this has not been taught in the West as much as the rest of the world. Most, most of humanity knows this. So it's coming more and more into acceptance in Western civilization, but it is a fact that our soul is eternal. Now, that soul, once it's created, lives forever. And it is light and love. And so the first step is honoring that soul that is us. The soul Mm. is our consciousness. Now, we are born into forgetting. So when we're here, we start remembering. And the control factor around us makes it hard and very challenging to remember. So I'm here mm-hmm. to remind you, start honoring your own soul. And how do we honor our soul? Yeah. We honor our soul by acknowledging that we are our soul. It's not so much that we have a soul. It's that we are a soul. That's who we are. We spend so much time on the superficialities of our bodies. <laughs> And our bodies, we have to, when we honor our soul, we honor our bodies by taking care of our bodies. But it's really the soul that we're honoring when we take care of our body, because we are giving our soul a clean body to live in. That's part of it. I'm sure that many of you have heard the expression that our body is our temple. And it is. It's the temple of our soul. So by honoring our soul, we begin to honor our body, which is 
the container, the vessel, the temple of our soul. And that's universal. That works for everybody. That's your consciousness to start. And from there, you learn to love your soul. You learn to love yourself. You learn to love your body. This is the gift that you were given for this life. There are reasons mm-hmm. why we have our various kinds of bodies. Um, to learn, we all have our weaknesses and our strengths. And so we have to strengthen those weaknesses or incorporate them into a life that allows us to make progress in spite of those weaknesses. And then one day we turn around, we realize they aren't weaknesses at all. They actually were things that propelled us to live the life that we're living. So as an example, I have suffered quite a lot with different physical ailments, and one was a damaged leg internally oh. um, in the veins. And so that forced me to keep my legs elevated. Now, that seems like a really bad thing, and I always thought that way. But actually, it forced me into private contemplation and eventually into reading tremendous amounts and to writing. And it led me into writing my book and to teaching what's in the book. So I also would have liked to be very athletic. But because of this weakness, I couldn't be as athletic as my body would have liked to be. I learned to follow my soul consciousness, which was really about finding this deeper truth in this life, which is the truth of my soul. So that's the way a weakness can be turned into a strength. Now, part of that is... Well, let's do this. One of the things I'd love to be able to do is, because we've got so much to talk about, I mean, just that one point that you mentioned about how to look at areas of our lives that we view as weaknesses and then turn them into a strength. I am really struck by that. I mean, especially somebody like me who stuttered as a teenager. And, you know, that weakness as a teenager help me to develop a, a very what robust way of listening. Uh, you know, when you stutter, for those of you that know what I'm talking about, boy, I'm telling you, you listen because when you open your mouth and get ready to speak, you're generally about two or three minutes behind what was actually said. Let's take a short break. We come back more with Francine Vale. We're going to be taking you through this. And also Francine's got some incredible videos, which she's created. And we want to make sure that we get to all of this today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. Song of the Heart. Walking the Path of Light, from author and healer Francine Vale, is available now. Through Francine's life story, we learn how imperative it is to love one another. Once this simple truth is learned, peace on earth will prevail. Song of the Heart is a life lived and a story told for this purpose. 
To learn more about Francine and her amazing gifts, or to order your copy of the book today, visit angelsandlightbeings.com. Have you ever tried to make lifestyle changes but had difficulty following through? Imagine what it would be like to get up each morning with energy, clarity, and motivation to tackle the day. If you want to get past limiting barriers that are preventing you from living your best life, join holistic health and wellness coach T. Carrie Mitchell each month on The Dr. Pat Show or visit Lifestyle120.com today and start to receive the personal attention you deserve. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. everybody welcome back francine vale is in the house but you know what before we get back to this conversation about spiritual laws what are they and what are the practices how do they help us how do they help us in our lives uh before we get to that francine i know that you've created uh, a series of youtube videos and i yes. think it's fabulous can you tell folks the best way they can find out about those Oh, thank you, Pat. Uh, yes, sure. I created a series of 22 YouTubes. Each one is three to five minutes. They're meant to be the core teaching of each subject, um, not a full tutorial, but the core teaching. And eventually I may do longer ones, but that's what I did for now. So I have them posted on Facebook each Monday. I post another one. And I don't have a, a, a complete link yet for uh, the public for my YouTube channel, but I think that if you if you just put in www.youtube.com Francine Bale, I think you have a pretty good chance of finding them. And if you would like to see them on Facebook, they're on Facebook as well each Monday. And on Facebook, of course, I have a lot of comments. 
So um, I like them. It, it's hard for me to judge myself because I'm so I'm such a harsh judge of myself, you know, when I see them myself. But I kind of like them. It's me, you know. It's me, and I'm talking about things that are important uh, for us to remember here in our lives. It's a little bit about myself that I feel relates to other people. So, yes, please uh, take a look at them. I get a pretty good response, and um, which I'm very grateful for. And uh, let me know. Let me know. Yeah. You can always email me, Francine Bale, Francine Angel Healer at gmail.com, FrancineAngelHealer at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with me. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, well, I you know, I mean, this issues. really, yeah, this really ties into what we're talking about here today because we're talking about spiritual practices. We're talking about spiritual laws. And, you know, these these videos are a way for people that are thinking, I don't know where to begin. Well, let's start there. But, you know, spiritual practices are tied to spiritual laws, aren't they? They are. And sometimes people themselves uh, come up with, with their own interpretation. But I'm talking about basic, universal, spiritual awareness, laws, teachings, whatever you want to call them. They are true for everyone. Every single person, every human being has a soul. And it doesn't matter what race, what religion, what, what politics you have. It, none of that matters. Everyone has a soul. It's universal. Mm. And everyone's soul needs to be honored. And that's the word that we use, namaste. In some, some circles, people say namaste. And it means mm-hmm. I see the soul. I see the light in you. And I see the light in myself. And mm. so that's exactly what we are supposed to be doing. And that's a way also to eliminate racism and all these horrible things that are going on in our yeah. society right now. Everyone has a soul. And the next step after honoring our own soul, as I just mentioned with the word namaste, is to honor other people's souls. <laughs> and we are all part of God. That's yeah. universal. That's universal. And so that brings us to being kind to one another. Because yeah. really, on a soul level, we're all connected. On a soul level, we are all connected. We're living individual lives, and we're individuated, and our soul is our soul. But we are kind to one another. We actually are being kind to ourselves. You're kind to someone else, you're being kind to yourself. Every time we are not kind, I hate to use the word mean, um, anytime someone is mean to someone else, they're actually hurting their own self. Because that's a negative consciousness that you're implanting in yourself. Negativity that you're planting into your own consciousness. So that's Mm -hmm. why racism is so harmful, because we harm ourselves when we decide that we have hatred for an entire group of people. That's, that's, that's kind of a self-hate that we're implanting in our own consciousness. So we just want our consciousness to be as pure and as good as possible. And so being kind to one another is crucial. Crucial. Remember, 
there's all this propaganda going on, people trying to gain your consciousness, <laughs> and you want your consciousness to be your own. It's very important here in this, in this life, as a physical body. This is your mind, your consciousness, your soul. It's all one thing. Your consciousness, your soul, your mind, that's one. Your, your soul is being expressed through your consciousness, and your consciousness comes through you into your mind, and that's what directs your, your brain to speak and to take action. So uh, being kind is very, very important. Yeah. And remembering that everyone has a soul, not just you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. God loves every single soul. God is eternal, infinite intelligence. God is love. That's where it all started from. That's where it all came from. Some people have wandered and gotten lost. But by being kind to everyone and not promoting hatred, we can help bring them back from being lost. Mm-hmm. And bring ourselves back, we're, in a way, we're all lost. You know, we're all finding our way back. Well, I, I, what, I, what I hear you talking about is really looking at um, that part of ourselves, which is either motivated by by a fear or uh, has some deep woundedness associated to it. You know, somebody once asked me, and I'd love to talk to you about this when we come back from break. Somebody once asked me uh, a, a question about, did I think that, did I think that there are some people in the world that are born mean? Uh, they didn't use the word mean. They used a different word. They literally said born yeah. evil. Uh, yeah. And they asked me if I thought about that. And and my immediate answer at the time was uh, was no. And uh, and I thought to myself, why did I say that? Why did I say that at the time? Did I think no? And then I thought about something and I thought about, well, I don't know. And I think it's because we put on labels on words and mm-hmm. what the labels are that we put on are mean or evil or, I mean, we can go through the list. And yet what's happened to us, Francine, which I'd love for you to talk about, it's like the ratings on television and the movies. And over a short, shall I say, 20-year period, it used to be that you couldn't say certain words, and I definitely know we can't say certain words uh, right now about um, whether or not, you know, we can cuss on air. I could tell you that we cannot cuss on radio right now because part of the problem is that if we do curse on radio, what I guess we're, Benny's going to hit some magic button that's in the background. And when he hits the magic button in the background, everybody's going to hear like a dead silence because this is FCC regulated. However, we now know that things that were like viewed as taboo or don't show it or don't look at it, that definition has changed in the world. And so when we come back, I want to talk with you about what the search is, the search, the search for our more authentic selves. Have we become so numbed, so numbed that we have given up 
given up the search for that light that's inside of us. That's why Francine works with angels and light beings. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. Hey, everybody. 
everybody. Welcome back. Francine Vale is in the house. I want to make sure all of you go and take a look at angelsandlightbeings.com, angelsandlightbeings.com. And then you could also go to francinevale.com. Um, and francinevale.com uh, is where you're going to find the videos. And Jessica is putting the videos or going to be putting the videos also up on angels and light beings and, and so forth that you could take a look at. I mean, they're fantastic. They're totally fantastic. I was looking at them this morning. Um, for those people out there that Francine, for folks listening and saying, you know what, I'd really like to work with Francine. Now, you know, I know that uh, I don't live in New York, but I'd like to work with her because you know what? I want a little bit of what she's got. I'd like to have some of that going on in my life. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you? Uh, the best way is to email me, FrancineAngelHealer uh, at gmail.com. And if you want to friend me on Facebook and uh, let me know that you you heard me on the Talk to Pat show, I'm very happy to have you as a Facebook friend. And if we stay connected that way, it's really wonderful. And uh, those are the best ways. Uh, visit my website. And I forgot to mention the website before for the YouTube. But yes, uh, they are posted on com, and shortly will be on the angelsandlightbeings.com. So I put a lot of effort into those in one day. I showed up at the studio. They would, by the way, photograph in the YouTube studio in New York, uh, which is very, very beautiful and modern. And I had a wonderful camera crew and producers. And I showed up at 10 o'clock in the morning, and I was there until 6.30 at night. And they were all done in that one day, every single one of them. The producer had a list of topics, called out a topic, and then I started talking. When I finished, he called out the next topic, and I started talking. No script, no nothing, just coming from my heart. So that's what they are. They're all coming from my heart, and I have to say there were great things in that studio because everybody felt it. At one point, the biggest light in the whole studio blew out when I was oh. getting the first, the first one talking about my parents. I was dedicating it to my parents, and my grandparents was very emotional. And um, not only did the, the huge light, the biggest one, it popped. And then the whole tripod was very tall, like 10 feet tall, crashed down. Yeah. Yeah. So there was spirit in the room, and uh, they were coming through me because I had no script. So that was that's my YouTube. And of course, I went home and I was exhausted, but it's very, very offensive. Uh, so, wow. uh, yeah. Yeah, it is exhausting. So, and we sh- and, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today, too, because, you, you know, I think it's like anything else. For those of us that are not used to stepping out and practicing and having a and having a spiritual practice, something that we commit to doing every day and have the discipline around it to do it. Um it can be daunting and overwhelming. And then let's talk about this idea is here I am and I am now doing and, and I, I have said yes. I have said yes to a spiritual practice. And all of a sudden, the world around me doesn't look the same. All of a sudden, those things which used to look like an, uh, a, a 
PG rated movie now look like an R rated movie. Now I'm overwhelmed with the world of possibilities. How do we and not just embrace this, but how do we look at this to define our authentic selves? Okay, so um, that's, that's a really, really important question, Pat. And there are several ways to address it. One way is to say you set your intention. You don't just use words, but you feel it with all your heart, your intentions. And you, this is universal, again. This is not like set up for one group of people or if you have a teacher that tells you something specific. This is for all of humanity. Set your intentions. And merely by setting your intentions with all your heart and then putting your consciousness, your mind, your awareness on that, you will see the universe supporting you. That's one way to start becoming more of your true authentic self by setting your intentions. And how do you set your intentions? What kind of thing do you say? There's no set rule. This is very important. Don't use other people's words unless they happen to be your words as well. Use your own words. In my case, I would say, uh, my dear spiritual companions, I want only, only people of good intent coming into my life. I can't handle any more people who betray me, people who hurt me, people who make believe they're nice, and then I find out a little bit down the road that they're really hurting me, talking behind my back or making life difficult for me, you know, things that people do. Um, and so I set those intentions, but I really meant it with all my heart. And not only that, when I went out into the world, you know, you step out the door, you're out in the world every day. I paid attention to who was stepping in front of me, who I was going over to, who I was avoiding. I was conscious of it. And you know what? I began to fill my world with beautiful people. So there's less people in my life now than there used to be. I mean, when I was in business, I had thousands of people in my life, hundreds on a daily basis, and on a weekly basis, thousands. Now, um, and then I was doing my spiritual work and also hundreds and hundreds of people through all the group work and everything, and everyone was my friend. Now, I have a few. Those few fit my intention. And so my life is peaceful. My life became very peaceful. I have nothing to worry about. When you are with people of good intention who do not betray you, you have nothing worry about. Mm. You start to relax into your day. When you have a lot of people around you and they don't have good intentions, you have a lot to worry about. And that's what we mm. all do. And so set your intentions. And so sometimes you can't eliminate people from your life because you go to work. But you can create a situation where they are not coming that close to you. They're not coming into you to that extent. So the universe is helping you so that even when you have to interact, they are not getting you. You know what I'm saying? They're not yeah. like getting you. You're seeing them more for what they are, and they can't hurt you anymore. So that's what mm -hmm. we do with people that we can't eliminate. But setting your intentions is crucial, and that 
we come back to our consciousness, say it in your own words. Whatever it is, sometimes it's people that are very close to us that are hurting us, and the, and the, and the decisions become quite difficult. But they're decisions that have to be made, and I have made them myself. Very painful, very difficult, but people that were really trying to hurt me, and they were close to me in, in family, you know, extended family, you know how that is. We all have yeah. experience. And I separated myself, and my life became more peaceful. And mm-hmm. by making a more peaceful life, I create a healthier life because stress and worry is the cause of all our illnesses. Wherever our weaknesses are from our inheritances, we will get sick from the, the stress being there. Without the stress, we don't have to get the sicknesses that our ancestors had. So this is it, very, very important. It is important. And also, you know, when we look at... Um, when we look at how we're approaching the world, um, we are completely now absorbing energies from, oh my gosh, just about everywhere. That yeah. is what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I don't want to, I don't want to miss this next segment. So, you know, Benny, if we could just skip the break here. Um, and for those of you that have questions, you please feel free to call one 800 930 but this idea of consciousness and being able to make progress towards living in that, um, it, it really does require a new level of awareness, though. You know, I said something interesting to you that I can't remember exactly the date, but it was in 1990. And it literally was this. It was as if I had, had woken up one day and I was a different person. Now, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that that's what happened. I'm not saying that that is exactly what happened. That is what it felt like, if I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's possible for people to have that same experience. How yeah. do we move and continue to keep moving towards the evolution of ourselves? Wonderful. Wonderful, Pat. Yeah. Really, really yeah. wonderful because a lot of people do have that feeling, but they discount it. That feeling is very real. So, um, and that is our soul. Our soul is connected to all that is through our higher self. And when we reach a certain point in our lives, help comes. But think of how much easier it is when we set our intentions and we are aware and mindful of that. It is, it is so much more powerful for us. So one of the things that is totally universal for every single human being on the planet, it doesn't matter what religion, where you live, whether you live in New York, whether you live on the West Coast, or in China, it just doesn't matter. Everything must be balanced. A basic spiritual law of the universe. All things must achieve balance. And so... Where does the balance begin in our personal life? The balance begins in our own thoughts, back to consciousness. And so we begin on a very primitive level to balance our thoughts. So a lot of times we get stuck in a conversation with girlfriends or friends or office mates in gossip. So we all get into that sometimes. And you suddenly realize, oh my God, I'm gossiping about this person is not very nice. And... What your, what your job is at that moment 
is to start thinking of things about that person or group of people that is good and make mention of it. Make it in third dimension a real thing. So it's not just a passing, fleeting thought, but say it so that the other people hear it. And in that way, you're balancing your thoughts and helping other people to balance their thoughts. Everything is about balance. You were talking about um, evil in the world. And yeah. my, my thought when you were saying that is when people are born, each one of us is born, we come in with our past life experiences. And if, if children or people behave in a way that we label bad or evil, we feed that person more of that evil when we call them evil. We are feeding those people, that group, that warring uh, society, whatever it is, whatever, whoever it is, whatever they're doing, serial killers, who knows, whatever's out there, um, we are feeding them more of that negative energy when we label them and send them hate. Yeah. And... And, and, and even not even doing it, not even sending them hate. But I mean, we we have to even be aware that we be thinking about the hate. That's you know what right. I'm saying? That we're yes. even thinking about the hate. And you know, <laughs> I I, it, I I rarely talk about politics. As a matter of fact, I I don't. I, I can probably count on one hand. And so, putting politics aside and just talking vibration and energy, I wonder what would happen if peace would actually break out. Um, you know, you and I have been on this planet for a really long time. You know, we come from we come from the school of when it was okay to tell dirty jokes at staff yeah, meetings, yeah. right? I mean, that, yeah, th- this yeah. is a little bit about where we've come from, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But yet, it's really fascinating to think about perhaps what have what has happened to that chutzpah, right? That I know I had. And or did anything actually happen to it, Francine? Or have we decided a different antidote to the hate in the world? See, isn't this interesting to talk about it? Old school for me would be I'd be like carrying some flag, marching some, down Washington, you know, a, a, a party of one. That's what it would be for me. And now yeah, yeah. I light a candle and I pray. And the question then becomes, is that really enough? It's an interesting question. Is it really enough for well, me yes. to be doing I, I that think today? That lighting the candle and praying is step one. The next step go. is speaking the thoughts that you have, those calm, peaceful, balanced thoughts that you have when you're in that consciousness. When you're in that state of mind, and what we all know when we're praying, we're lighting a candle. Uh, we can have amazing thoughts and experiences. I always do. You know, and I, some, I light a candle every time something wonderful happens in my life. Every time I have, like, a real breakthrough in understanding or something is just clicking in, I light a candle and I offer huge gratitude to my spirit guides and guardian angels and to God and the universe. And when I do that, they come through and speak to me, you know, because you're in a peaceful place. You're not stressed out when you're doing that. And so, and you're open. 
and you're not asking for any anything. You're just getting gratitude. And the more you do that, you build in your own consciousness that energy of gratitude, which begins to replace an energy of being against somebody, you know, because you're grateful for what you have, for what you're learning, for what you're, the progress that you're making in your life, whatever incremental progress it is, you show the gratitude for it and you build another kind of consciousness for yourself. And when it comes to what's going on out in the world, I believe that we are not supposed to believe whatever they are saying. I say to myself, that's what they're saying. That's what the people around them are saying. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know if what they're saying is true. Today, everything that we hear in the media, the next day, there's another story with the opposite side. How do we know what to believe? And they want to drive us crazy. And in fact, they are. They're creating a schizophrenic society. And that's why we have so many problems. You know, so we need to stay true to ourselves by not bringing into ourselves any more than we already have for it. You know, the ego is composed of everything that's put into us the day we're born that's not us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's ego. And it fights like anything. So hold on to that. That becomes who we are, the tribe, the history of the tribe, all of that. That becomes our ego. And we, oh boy, we'll fight to the death to defend it, but it was put into us. We weren't born with it. It was put into us. And so we have to say, who are we? We are a soul. We are an eternal soul. We're part of God, love, all that is. And that's our essential self. So mm-hmm. whatever is happening inside our mind that's not positive in love, we want to balance it right away. Very, very important. And then we begin to see people uh, more easily in a place of balance. If somebody's having a rant or going crazy with everything, you say, gee, that person's in a lot of All of the above. (laughs) Yeah, right. That person, those people are in a lot of pain. (laughs) What's causing the pain? Maybe a society that they're coming from, a controlling society that is not allowing them to express themselves, the true authentic selves, the more they're not allowed to express themselves, the more unbalanced they become. And so we begin to see them as people who are crying out. So how can we help them? Certainly not by sending them more negative thoughts. And also by the way we are interacting with other people, not to buy into the mainstream media viewpoint, because the mainstream media viewpoint is, first of all, they only, they choose what they're going to tell us. You know, I read other newspapers online. I read what's coming out of other countries, and believe me, sometimes stories are way different than what we're being told. You know, and it doesn't mean that what we're hearing from other countries is any more true than what we're hearing here, but it just forces us to see there's another way of looking at it. Yeah. You know? Well, and there is another way. And, you know, it's fascinating when we think about there is another way. You know, a couple a couple of my friends that are close to me, they, they know what I love to watch in the Olympics, right? And so they, they were teasing me about the, about the table tennis. And Benny will get a kick out of this. They were teasing me about the table tennis. And they said to me, oh, my gosh, they don't even show table tennis. I said, well, they do. And I said, you can watch it on the BBC channel or you could watch it on one of the other channels that's not mainstream. 
And so mm-hmm. my friends went to watch the little t- the table tennis match. So here's what the comment was. They said, why do you play on small, these small table, these t- small ta- tables? And I said, they're not small. And they said, well, yeah, they look really, really small. And I, I, I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, they do because of the perspective. See, the yeah. perspective. When yes. you watch yes. table tennis, they don't show you table tennis from, how do I say it, from the sides, right? right. They give you right. one view looking down at the table, and you, and they were right. It looks yeah. really yeah. small, but I got to tell you, taking it from somebody that plays, that table is big. Getting yourself around that table. So isn't this a matter of shifting perspectives? And, you exactly. know, someday, hopefully, exactly. maybe Francine... We cannot talk about a woman who was fencing on the U.S. team that was a Muslim. Perhaps we can just talk about her accomplishment and her skill and what she did to win. Mm -hmm. But we're not quite there yet, are we? Exactly. And that's what we should be doing because that is exactly what you just cited is a perfect Mm -hmm. example of how the media manipulates our thoughts. So by doing that view, camera view um, of table tennis, they diminish table tennis and they will spend a lot more time on other sports that they want to aggrandize. And so maybe there's body contact, maybe there's fighting. They want to aggrandize that. And that's so they'll get the still shot of two people in a lock. They want to show that you see it's it's, it's violent. So they're kind of promoting the, the little the violence that they can and talk about that's very important once you start observing this observe the pictures that we get to see on media anytime they can they can get a shot uh, to advertise something of a pretty woman they will and on the media you know there's a lot of shots of women's bodies and yeah. they sometimes want to show bad angles they'll show women like a lot of times they'll show Hillary from a very bad angle where she looks older you know looking totally. up at her and other times, you'll see pictures of her where she looks quite lovely. And so it's very manipulative. And we have to see in our minds when we are being manipulated so that yeah. we rebalance ourselves. Otherwise, we're just walking around. We're just carrying on the manipulated news that we're getting. And then that's not us. And that's so, really and that's really a great way to end the show is to get back to what you started talking about, what we're talking about today. And that is touch into our authentic selves. Francine, thank you so much for today. Wow. Thank you so much. How can people get a copy of your book? Amazon, right? Goodness, send everybody to to Amazon. Amazon. And also uh, Barnes & Noble. And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, those are two main ways in New York. Of course, there are some bookstores, but people are buying a lot from Amazon these days. And um, I also made an audio of my book recently. That's going to be out in a few weeks. Uh, Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Francine. Thank you so much. Francine Vale, everybody. Go to FrancineVale.com or AngelsAndLightBeings.com. Hey, we got to run, but we got another hour coming up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.